from the studios of WPLY in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! How was that, Coach? Don't hurt you, man. I'm working on it, though, man. I understand. I got to get my energy up. I understand. I tell you, Captain Crunch here. You're listening to Crunch Time. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, we have a lot of fun on this show. Uh, we uh, we certainly uh, uh, talk about uh, everybody we can and anybody we can, including each other. So, uh, you know, everybody's fair game. Uh, but you're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school football radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. Wow. Last night, we knew there'd be some matchups. Bull on bull is what I say. Yes. And there was. Uh, but right now, it's all about the districts. You know, these teams are trying to settle out, uh, you know, who's going to win the district, who's going to come out on top. And, uh, you know, again, the matchups that are coming down the road are fantastic. Um, you know, you have to start uh, last night. For me, I have to start with Lord Botetot over Franklin County. Yeah. I mean... Probably the best game in the region. Let me say that again. Lord Botetot over Franklin County. Yeah. I mean, when I say bull on bull, I'm talking big on big. I'm talking teams that get behind their pads yep. and want to run it right down your throat. And both these teams, I think Coach Harless said it best in an interview after the game. He said, it's like looking in a mirror. Right. You know, when we look across at Franklin County and Franklin yeah. County looks at Lord Botetot, it's like, look, so this is going to set the stage for years to come. Yes. In the district. You got it. I mean, these teams, uh, you know, they're going to get after each other. And I think, you know, this is how rivalries start. This is how they get going. You know, you have a team that hadn't played another team. Now they're in the same district. All of a sudden, it's a one-point win. Right. And guess what? I'm circling that. I'm circling that one next year. You know, we were watching Franklin County last night, and Franklin County was doing something to Lord Bonitat that a lot of people hadn't noticed. They were standing their line straight up. When they were coming out and hitting that line, yeah, those lines were going straight up. And they were able to run a couple plays that you were like, boy, I haven't seen anybody do that against Lord Bonitot. Huh. And like you said, it's a mirror. These two teams are so evenly matched right now. It's unbelievable. And with the score, 22-21, right? you see where these two teams are right now. I tell you, that's a great option. Nothing goes by coach. No, it doesn't. Not I mean, much. It, you if know. Somebody changes his shoes or his laces. <laughs> coach is going, you know what? I think the golden laces on that's the defensive it. back you, got you know, it. add to his great job, Coach. We appreciate that. All right, so also Hidden Valley Blacksburg traded blows last night to the end, and that was a great game that could have went either way. But the big play got Hidden Valley. You know, Goforth, Luke Goforth, the quarterback, found Golston. Yeah. On a long pass play at the end of the game, and that was the difference. And then Goforth followed it up with an interception to kind of close right. out the game. But this was really Hidden Valley was in the driver's seat most of the night. Yeah. But, you know, in high school football, especially around here, when it's close, you're never really in the driver's seat. Correct. I mean, there's always, got it. There's always a chance that somebody yep. can come back. Heritage and Jefferson Forrest slugging it out in, in the Hill City. What did you, you think about it. that, Coach? Well, look. <laughs> you know, and you always ask me, what do I notice about each week? What I noticed last night was halftime adjustments. And with Heritage, Heritage Jefferson Forest, it was 21 nothing at yeah. one time. You go into halftime, you go from a pro-style offense to a wishbone offense. 
Heritage didn't know what to do against that right. wishbone offense. Uh, EC Glass, are you listening to me? Because guess who you have next week for that little brown jug? You got Heritage. And That's if right. they don't know how to handle that wishbone, I might be throwing a couple wishbone plays in there. Not look. You've already got Craig Head, Foster, and, you know. Oh, man. And, and your quarterback, Kendrick. You already know what they can do to right. you. But if you throw a, few, a couple things in that they don't know how to handle, they didn't know how to handle that wishbone last night, and they got out of there with the victory barely. That might not have been a victory last night if they would have put this wishbone in, started that ball game. Well, it doesn't hurt when you have Cupid, who's already signed with Central Florida. Yeah. He's a load. And he is. Hackworth. It, right. Hackworth, you know, he, we haven't seen him a lot with the ball this year, but he is a playmaker. Exactly. And when he gets, you know, when you have a couple options back there and you're running that wishbone, hey, everybody's got to got to play assignment football. You better tackle everybody every play. That's it. But I really, I really thought that halftime adjustment was a very smart move for Jefferson Forest, and boy, Heritage didn't didn't have an answer for it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I heard uh, that, uh, and I really like this. Uh, the new coach over at. Uh, over Jefferson Forest, they were down 21 to nothing at halftime, like yeah. you said. And when they went in there, the coach said, what's going on? Turn the music up. Let's get going. Right. And, you know, he talked about their energy. They had their energy, but they yeah. hadn't let it loose yet. They hadn't capitalized on their own personal energy for the Cavaliers. Right. And uh, he relaxed them. He said, yeah. hey, it's high school football. Let's let's go. Let's relax. Let's You know, and he cranked up the music. And when they came out, they were cranked up. And, you know, we've talked about Jefferson Forest several times this year. Because we don't know the team we're going to get from week to week. Right. I think if you can get Jefferson Forest to a point where you you kind of know the team you're going to get, but you really don't right now. I, I really, you know, last year you kind of knew Jefferson Forest was going to put 60 points on you. They were going to run that ball. They were going to throw that ball. This year it's a totally different team. You just don't know who's going to show up from week to week. I like this wishbone offense. If they can keep this and, you know, intact right you may see these scores start getting a little higher and you know keeping that ball a little more for jefferson forest yeah last year you could expect 60 but you could also expect maybe they give up 59 exactly or 62 but, but you knew they were going to come out with that win yeah you just felt like jefferson forest always was in control of their ball game this year you just don't feel that you just don't you don't have that sense of security that they can go out and put 60 up right you feel like they're going to give up 70 Right. That's what scares me about, you know, Jefferson Forest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, the other game that was really good in the area was Glenver-Radford. Yeah. I mean, this one, this one really. It was a dog fight. It was a, yeah, it was a rock fight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those teams are tough, and they're used to scoring points. Right. Uh, but the, there wasn't a lot of points scored. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I love these games where the kicker is actually, you know, the star. And we right. had a few of those games. Sure. Uh, but Connor Litton, uh Fantastic kicker for Radford, and and they used him uh, at Highland, Highlander Heaven last okay. night. They certainly used him, and he certainly uh, uh, made the difference for them. Sure. So, all right. So let's identify the crowd here. We just we just have a young man coming in to join us. Uh, at a he's, late, he's at a work, late night. As he's working around the clock, so we're glad to have Jermaine uh, Farrell in here. But uh, okay, north of me is Coach Randy Lefwich yes. on the compass. Uh, next in line is uh, Jermaine Event Farrell. Sleepyhead. Sleepyhead, Mr. WFXR, Fox TV thank, sports thank, guy. Thanks for the uh, wake-up text. And he appreciates any calls in the morning to get him going. <laughs> and to his left, my right, you guessed it, Mr. Be Uncommon, Jimmy Whitaker, the keeper of Crunch MVP for great high school sports photos in Roanoke, Lynchburg, and the new NRV. Jimmy! 
CrunchMVP.com. And right beside me today, in between us here, his crunch handle is Road Game, Mr. Dave Anderson. Uh, Dave's a lockdown photographer for us. You know, we have lockdown defensive backs. Okay. Dave's a lockdown photographer. There you go. I mean, you know, you bring him, and you're, you're going to get some good stuff. And everybody's two-way, too, right? Everybody's two-way. You got two-way right. players. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah, we got two-way players. Yep. Well, you know, we got a small group. And, so. and Coach is like the Swiss Army knife. Coach, Coach we, without Coach, we have no show. There's can, no doubt yeah, about it. He's like the run, MacGyver you know. <laughs> of Will of Broadcast. All right, week 11 for us, and, and week 8 in terms of football. But, but for Jermaine, it's week 11 for us because we've been on the radio a few weeks. Uh, that, uh, week 8's well, history. Well, remember that. It, it was week 10 because we did a preview show, too, So on Friday Night Blitz. So, technically, we, we've done 10 shows. All right. Well, so, so we're, we're still catching up. We don't want to mix you up. We're, but, but we're you talking gotta, Fox but, and we're talking WPLY. But, but here's the funny thing. You're, you're kind of like Norcross. They start the season a week earlier than everybody else. So, you got the extra week. We want to get the jump on them. All right. <laughs> Jermaine comes into the room fire. Both guns blazing. So... All right, let's circle the campfire here and for our Saturday morning quarterback <laughs> impressions of a game or two that caught your attention. Uh, our version of the bull in the ring. If you played football, this is kind of our bull in the ring. You know, you get out there. Uh, but, uh, Coach, who are you calling out? Who are you calling out today? Well, again, I think the biggest thing last night that I noticed was halftime. The changes that were made at halftime. Yeah. And we saw this in several of these ball games last night. You've got to start getting that complete game together. You are heading into the playoffs right now. Like you said, week eight is in the books. You're heading into the playoffs. If you cannot put together four good quarters, you're going to have an issue. Yeah. And we're starting to see this right now. The thing I'm calling out today, though, are you going to get to the point right now of in your grade eight, putting E.C. Glass Uh at number one Uh and Lord Botetite at number two? Has E.C. Glass done enough? Wow. For you to move them You'll up. You'll see. That's a great tease, Coach. I just want to, <laughs> you know, because EC Glass, EC Glass, they're walking over everybody right now. Lord Botetite, they're starting to struggle a little bit. You're starting to see that good teams win, and when they find ways to win, and Lord Botetite's finding ways to win, but EC Glass, they're in cruise control. Right I will now. make you a promise, an if this, then that statement later on. Okay. That's a great tease. That's a great tease. That's a great tease. So, good call out there. Uh, Jermaine Event, uh, where were you last night? What uh, what game caught your gaze? Uh, I went two games. I went to uh, Salem Stadium, Willis-White Field. Got uh, a little Salem and uh, K-Spring, which Salem uh, got a big win, 59-3. to yep. Of course, they've had some injuries, so, you know, they were recovered from that. But the game where I was, uh, after that, I went over to Bogle Field to caught the Blacksburg-Hidden Valley game. And good when game. I got there, it was 10 to nothing. In favor of the uh, Titans, which again, the Titans are a strong team, a team you don't want to see in the playoffs. No. And then, uh, of course, Brian Mitchell did his thing. He scored on a punt return for a touchdown, and he turned around and started off the second half with a score. But I think what really hurt Hidden Valley last night were the turnovers. You know, turning over the ball doesn't help, but then they rallied. It was a back and forth game. So those were the two games where I made a an appearance, and it was senior night over there at Hidden Valley. So it was good stuff. But uh, I tell you, there's some other good games I'm sure you all talked about. We'll talk about later. I won't steal anyone else's thunder. But uh, the really, that Blacksburg team and Hidden Valley, that was a battle. And Salem shows that they can definitely bounce back. Two dangerous teams in Hidden Valley and, and Blacksburg. I don't think you want either one of them in the playoffs. Uh, Mitchell, Brian Mitchell, the guy you're talking about for Blacksburg, just a, he's so fast. 
Uh, when he gets the ball, you feel like something's going to happen. You better get him on the ground quick. Right. Because right. once he gets in that second and third gear, you know, you might as well just loop back towards the end zone. And you might have a shot at tackling, you know, down there. Um, all right, MVP, creative uh, Jimmy Thang and uh, Crunch MVP. You and Mr. Dave Bissett, another Crunch uh, reporter for us. We're working the sidelines at uh, Glenver Rad the Glenver Radford Slugfest, a uh, rock fight, as we were calling it. The rock fight. Yeah, the rock fight was good. Uh, the, the things I would talk about would be uh, it's the first time that uh, I've seen the new field. And it's the first time I've seen uh, clean uniforms at the beginning of the game and at the end of the game. I've never nice. seen that before that? over there. Uh, so that was interesting. But uh, the game got started well with uh, Colby Street scoring on a, a two-yard run, which put them ahead. Uh, also something that came out, which I hated to see, uh, uh, Brady Loader went down. Yep. But uh, from, from what I've been told, it doesn't seem like it's a serious injury. So Knee injury, uh, right? That's correct. Yeah. And um, then, of course, Carl, you touched on uh, Connor Litton. And I think that's the longest high school. It's 46 yards. That was the longest field goal I've seen in high school. And uh, so that was exciting to see his uh, two field goals that put him up. And then, of course, uh, the quarterback, Zane Roop, uh, great on offense, but he was great on defense as well. I would not want number 12, the quarterback, to hit me. He's so, a leader. He, yeah. He's a very yeah. physical quarterback. But the Litton guy you talk about, which is interesting, I mean, he kicked a 46-yarder uh, right. field goal. He kicks his extra points at 46 yards, too. He kicks them out of the stadium. they got to go outside and get the ball back. <laughs> he doesn't let up. Nice. Yep. So that it? Well, yeah, and I guess the, <laughs> other, the only other stat I would throw out there was a uh, – uh, was a first-half stat that, that we saw being at the game was that uh, uh, Radford had more penalties in the first half than they did total yards. So that was uh, interesting to see. Yeah, so they had wow. 52 yards in, in penalties with 48 yards in total offense first half. But uh, I would also say, I mean, Radford is big. I mean, I just, I'd seen photos big. of them, but seeing them, they're, they're ben Cox, a physical the kid, team. Ben Cox, the kid that signed with Vanderbilt, is a, is a monster. Yeah. Big 75. And okay. Kent Green, the guy that the, the young man that transferred from Giles there, is another big dude. And the Hoffman kid. Oh, yeah, 33. Is, is very Correct. athletic. And uh, they've got a lot of great. They've had some injuries to overcome, but, you know, they've got a lot of great players. Right. Yeah. So, all right. So, road game back here and I, he's sitting kind of behind me a little bit. Uh, we went over to uh, Gladys, Naruna area and, and watched William Campbell, Nelson County. And, uh, you know, we're going to get a couple comments from, from Dave Anderson here. But uh, it, was, it was a really uh, exciting game. We got to talk to the JV players before the game yeah, we did. Yeah. for William Campbell, and it was a lot of fun. What were your, what were your takeaways? Well, as far as the game goes, uh, number 10. Uh, for William Campbell. Jordan Young. Man, he was elusive. He was cutting in and out like Swiss cheese. I mean, that guy, <laughs> he was in the secondary, and he was gone. I mean, there was – I was taking pictures and photos, as you know. Sure. And uh, he ran by me a couple of times, and I had to – I think I broke my back trying to go <laughs> from left to right real quick. So it was – but he was really, really quick. That guy really impressed me. We don't have any IR, no injured reserves at Crunch. You got so. insurance? No insurance, right. so, uh, you're on your own. But, uh, right. no, he really was uh, a difference maker, and he was one touchdown away from uh, the record, record book. Yeah. He had seven touchdowns. And, uh, actually, William Campbell uh, took a knee took twice a knee. on, yep. what, the 10-yard line? Yeah, I think about 8 to 10-yard line, yeah. So, classy move there. I mean, they could have, you know, you wonder should he have 
gone for the record, you know, to be in the record books forever, but... But you hate to just pound The interesting on thing about that, Carl, is after the uh, the first play there, there was only like uh, 45 seconds left, they um, called timeout. And I was standing on the Nelson County sideline, and I heard some of the kids, why are they calling timeout? Well, you know, they're killing us, you know? And and uh, I, I guess they said, hey, let's just take a knee. Yeah. So that was that was pretty classic. Had to rein them in. But, you know, the thing about it was seven touchdowns. Yeah. I don't know if you just, you know, call a timeout and talk to the coach and say, look, the record is eight. Is there any way that we can, you know, we're not trying to run the score up on you or anything like that. Just stop us. If you can stop us, stop us. But, look, he's one away from the record. Let's try to do this. I, I'm not sure there was a lot of talking from sideline <laughs> yeah. to sideline. It was an interesting And game. Nelson yeah. County's coach spent a lot of time in the middle of the field, so we wondered about right. that. He was right. really animated. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the, the referee said, back to your sidelines. Right. You know, there was a few plays where he was like, I, you know, yeah. Uh, we had one kickoff that was a high kickoff, and the kid called fair catch, and the guy went down for Nelson County, and he caught it, and they got the ball, and it looked like they had the ball, but they called interference on him because he ran over the guy that called a fair catch. He has to have a chance to catch the catch the ball. So right. that was a you know we had some disputes. Okay. So all right. Anyways, let's uh, let's keep it moving here, uh, Coach. What's going on at Canales? Oh, good stuff going on over at Canales. That's what we've got right now. Wings. We've even got our uh, white bean chili right now. <laughs> what? The temperature's starting to drop, so George and I and Laura, and we've all, you know, sat down with people, and we're trying to come up with different ideas for a little something, you know, hearty that you can come in and yeah. get. And pulled pork's good to a point, but, you know, that white bean chili, people are, are eating that up left and right. So come by, see us today. We're right there on Grandin Road next to the post office, 1731. It's the big yellow mansion that they call it. And just come on in. We're right there on the left, first door on your left. And we'll take care of you, get you some white bean chili, get you some wings. Football's on today. We've got football on the big screen. So, you know, come on by and see us. And uh, now what's going on down in Venton? Oh, my. Venton, man. I, I, I think I can smell the food being cooked right now. Look at you. <laughs> I'm telling you, maybe it's just in my head. But the Dogwood uh, restaurant, uh, those guys, big supporters of Crunch. We, the Crunch is available there. Uh, each week for free, so go in there. But what a great place to eat! I can't say enough about it. Uh, Keith Poff and Jamie over there, and and uh, the girls Brandy and Jessica just uh, they they love on you once you walk in the door, and they'll give you some grief. Sometimes I like that a little grief. Oh sure, you know, rough you up a little bit. That's it. It's all in good fun, and uh, but the food <laughs> is the food is just ah, oh, magnifique. How do you like that? Look a little at that. French. Trey <laughs> you know? So after you get roughed up, you eat. That's right. So after a hard rough up. Hard rough up. Yeah, yeah you, you eat some eat. roughage if you want it. There you go. I'm more of a hamburger guy, but, you know, if you right. want some salad, they got some, some great salad. some greenery salads. over there? Yeah, get That's right. So, anyways, uh, please support the Dogwood. They support us. We support them. We need you to go over there and uh, tell them you love the Crunch and that, uh, you know, they'll take care of you. And I'm going to say this again. The Crunch is designed for people to take home. Yes. Please don't come into the restaurant, read the crunch, fold it back up, and put it back on the. <laughs> take it home with you. It is designed for you to. I don't. I don't understand it, Carl. I see more and more people doing this. They'll come in, they'll read it in the restaurant, and they'll fold it back up and put it. It's very polite. We take, very polite. Very readers. polite about it, but 
They're designed for you to take home, folks. They're free. Great this PSA <laughs> is sponsored by <laughs> Coach Landy Re Randy Lefwich and does not necessarily represent the views of the publisher of Crunch. Oh, it does represent. No, no, it does represent. <laughs> Carl wants you to tell you well. But yeah, no. <laughs> also, you've got your uh, thing, Carl, set up to where if somebody has missed the Crunch, they can order copies of the Crunch. Yeah, crunch, crunchroanook at gmail.com. If you've missed it, you can email us uh, for five bucks. For a week, so each week for three issues. If you want all three issues, you know, from the three different areas, five bucks a week, send us a check. We'll send you the crunch each week. We'll mail it to your house. It's a good way to get it. Obviously, uh, if you want to get it for free, it's in a bunch of businesses around town in right. Lynchburg, Roanoke, and New River Valley. So it's free, but if, if we need to handle it and mail it to you, we got to charge you a little bit. And you have back order copies as Absolutely. well. So if somebody has missed one and their kid's been on the front of it, they can go to if somebody the same folded email. their crunch and put it back in the holder, we still have that. <laughs> we still have that one, yes. <laughs> All right, we got to keep moving here. So uh, uh, we got a great show today. Our Haley has it for less. Haley Toyota Crunch Time Legends of the Game. Uh, it's part two with Robin Kidd. Love Mr. Kidd. Uh, worked with him at Kroger for a long time. He's uh, played for the Graham G-Men uh, back in the early 60s. Great storyteller. Um, he just, uh, and by storyteller, I don't mean, I mean truth. He's telling the truth. Just right. a great, I don't mean storyteller like he's fibbing. He can tell a story. He can tell a story. There, there you go. go. He can spin it. Uh, we'll be chatting up uh, this week's games uh, just last night and a few that are coming up. So we'll be jumping around there. Don't miss our Jimmy Thing segment with the MVP himself a little bit later. Five things you need to know about high school football. We're going to do that. And then the Crunch uh, Great Eight poll so, Jimmy, real quick, give us a rundown of the games last night. All right, Carl. So, North Cross, 62, Hargrave, 0. Narrows, 58, Craig County, 0. Covington, 46, Eastern Montgomery, 8. Perry McClure, 31, Bath County, 8. Graham, 37, Richlands, 10. That's a big one there. Yeah. Radford, 13, Glenver, 7. Floyd County, 21, James River, 7. Giles, 54, Allegheny, 0. William Campbell, 60, Nelson County, 26. Dan River, 42, Alta Vista, 34. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, Richmond, 27, Gretna, 26. That's a big game in the playoffs. That's an important game. You yeah. heard it yeah. here? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Northside, 26, William Bird, 16. What appears to look like a baseball score, but it is a football score. Spotswood, 2, Waynesboro, 0. Liberty Christian, 48. Liberty Bedford, 12. Rona Catholic, 38. Manassas Park, 22. Heritage, 28. Jefferson Forest, 20. Blacksburg, 29. Hidden Valley, 23. Halifax County, 20. Magna Vista, 14. GW Danville, 42. Bassett, 28. Patrick Henry, 54. Christiansburg, 48. William Fleming, 27. Stanton River, 3. Lord Botetot, 22. Franklin County, 21. Galax, 55. Auburn, 14. Salem, 59. Cave, 3. Brookville, 21. Rustburg, 2. Appomattox County, 63. Chatham, 13. And rounding it out, E.C. Glass, 63. Amherst County, 7. Great job, Jimmy. All right, let's go to a quick break. Uh, you're listening to Crunch Time. Stay with us. Hey, Roanoke, it's fall savings and Trucktober here at Haley Toyota. That's right, October is Truck Month. We're calling it Trucktober. Now's the time to enjoy fall savings on the Toyota truck you've always wanted. 
Haley Dwight has a great selection of Tacomas, Tundras, and five different SUVs, including the hot-selling RAV4 and Classic 4Runner, all at Trucktober Savings. Plus, every pre-owned truck will be discounted, including their great selection of Toyota-certified used vehicles. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota during our fall savings event. And remember, Haley has trucks for less. Looking to buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams, and regardless if you're a Hokie, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind. It's 3 p.m. For 50 million kids across America, school's out. And for a third of these kids, they're out on their own. Out with nothing to do and nowhere to go. Gives a whole new meaning to the 3 o'clock bell, doesn't it? It's time to support the boys and girls clubs. Visit greatfutures.org. Ready to eat? Easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century-old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish. Add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at custardstand.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. See, at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Coach's song right there. That's right. What is that song called? What is it? Baby Shark. All right. Got to get some Baby Shark in there. It's going to replace our theme if we don't watch it. <laughs> All right. Week 8 games. Uh, let's do a quick roundtable uh, here uh, and, and talk a little bit more about these games. I'll start with Coach over there. Uh, Botetot in Franklin County, uh, 22-21. This one, uh, just just a great effort on both sides. You know, this was Franklin County's game in the first half. Franklin County came out. They wanted this. Uh, they've got a freshman, Jalen Lee. Jalen Lee. Running back. Is a running back. Let me tell you, if I'm a coach, I'm excited to have this kid for four years. This young man put some good runs together last night against a very sound defense. In the second half, again, Jamie Harless goes in, makes some changes. The changes that are made, it's a 9-0 game. That's it. Only nine points were scored in that second half. It's all you needed, though. You come out of there with a 22-21 win. Right. Franklin County's good. They're they're better than more, most people expect them to be this year. Right. Franklin County gave Jamie Harless all he wanted last night, and he pressed him. He re, they really did. And again, like I said, I haven't seen a team this year stand Lord Botetourt up on that line. Franklin County stood them up. Yeah. 
this is this is one of these tapes that if I'm a coach and I have Lord Botetourt in the playoffs somewhere, I want to see this tape. I want to watch this film. I want to see what these guys were doing because Franklin County, they they went toe for toe last night and just missed one punch of knocking them out. The fighting J.R. Edwards, as, you got as I call him. You got it. Uh, but now, I, I, let me give you a name. Mikey Rago. Okay. Mikey Rago. That's the field goal kicker yes. for Botetot that yep. won the game for him. Right. And, you know, it's great that he did it because he's also the guy that missed the extra point that gave him an odd number right. where he needed to kick a field goal to win it. So you you love that rags to riches kind of thing. You know, you struggle, you know, but you get a chance to redeem yourself. That's and this it. young man did it. Uh, nailed a 32-yarder. Uh, and I think Coach Harless said uh, in, in the interview, he said, I'll trade one point for three all day long. Exactly. <laughs> Coach Harless for you. Well, and you started seeing Franklin County. I just don't think Franklin County has that sense of, I've got a kid that can kick this ball far. Right. They, they have a fairly decent kicker, but it's one that maybe 11 to 20 yards. Sure. He's in that range, but anything beyond that, he's just... That's a lot of high school and teams. And that's a lot of high school teams. You know, this isn't the Denton kid over at, you know, Stanton River that's kicking the ball 53 yards. Or the Connor Litton. Oh, exactly. You know, these are not those kids. Most kids are only kicking the ball, like you said, 20, 25 yards, and barely getting it over the crossbar there. So... I can kick it that far if I get two shots. Okay. Kick it one and then kick it again. I got it. Oh, no, I thought you were going to say bourbon. Two shots of bourbon, you know. That's (laughs) that's the family show, Coach. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought you were. Two shots. That's what I thought you were talking about. Franklin County scored all 21 points in the second quarter. They did. Oh, but that's really interesting. And the the total yards, 246 to 229 in Franklin County's favor. Right. I mean, that's interesting to me. But the Jalen Lee kid... 23 carries, 129 yards, playing for uh, J. Ron Smith, who's still yeah. suspended. Great running back there, but he's, you know, uh, he's not back with the team yet. From what I understand, whatever has taken place there uh, had taken place later in the week. Okay. So he is still serving the, you know, the, the time, punishment. the punishment. Right. And so it went on later in the week. So maybe next week we see him back. But the way that it was explained last night, it was it had taken place later in the week, and he gotcha. was still underneath that. I don't want to miss. Uh, you know, we talked about it off air. Hunter Rice is back. Yes, for Botetot, the the big running back who had what broke his ankle. Broke now his he's back ankle. Playing. Yeah, he's such a quick healer. Twenty six carries, one hundred and forty yards, or one hundred and four yards. Uh, but I also don't want to look past James Ryan Salvi, the quarterback. Scored right. two touchdowns on the ground, um, 48 yards rushing on four carries, threw a 44-yard touchdown pass to Dalton Brees. Uh, Garmin, the receiver for them, had four catches for 99 yards and two TDs. So and then Dylan Wade, who's been running the running back with these guys with all the injuries for Botetot, right. five carries for 33 yards. There's a lot of other guys in the soup that are making this season Historic for them. They're undefeated. Well, and we've talked about this. When you have a team atmosphere, it's next stop. And these guys come in and they play as a team. Even though we hear the names Rice and we hear the names Ellard and we hear, you know, you hear these guys and those are your quote unquote superstars. Right. At the end of the day, it's a team. Same way with Salem. Same way with, you know, Rono Catholic. You hear these, you hear these terms just team. And, the, and family, and they all play together, and they come up next up. That's what I like about Jamie Harless. He'll put that team together. 
Absolutely. He'll put that family together where one will look after each other's back in a heartbeat. And that's what you're seeing right now. It's kind of like us, Coach. Exactly. We got each other's back constantly here. It's But, it, again, I like Lord Bonatine, but I'm begging you. I'm begging <laughs> you in your grade eight. You got to move him down one. Wow. Move EC wow. Glass up. Coach doesn't pull any punches. That's right. All right, Radford Glenver, we talked a little bit about this. Let's just talk again real quick. Uh, Jimmy, this was your game. Um, I just, you know, uh, I, I don't want to miss this, but, I mean, this really probably decided the river or the Three River District uh, title, uh, these two teams squaring off. So uh, was there anything else out there that you saw? I know that um, you talked about the young man getting hurt, uh, the running back uh, there. And uh, uh, it's interesting. I will, I will call this out. It's interesting to me. From what I understand, I wasn't at that game, but from what I understand, um, Colby Street mm. is probably the best player on Glenver. He's not a big guy, but he's tough as a pine knot. And uh, when Roop ran, Roop scored a 46-yard touchdown in the second half. It was at a very convenient time. Very convenient time because... Street was on the sidelines getting his ankle taped. And I'm not saying that it wouldn't have happened, but... It was a opportune time for the quarterback to well, go that and, way. And let's talk about it. So we talk about football smarts. You know, whether it was the coaches in the box, somebody on the sidelines, or the quarterback recognizing, hey, 21 for Glenver is not out there right now. He's getting his ankle taped. I'm keeping the ball, and I'm going right where he was yep. and make somebody else make the play. That's so true. I and think that's an interesting It call. was. And, of course, uh, you know, the, the quarterback, he's – He's a big quarterback, and he's tough to bring down. But, but yeah, he broke quite a run. Um, you can see the pictures of it on Crunch MVP right now because I got nice. the shots of him going in. But, uh, you know, speaking of, it, it's hard to talk about Glimber, too, without talking about the halftime show. It, it, you know, Coach loves the band. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. you know, it was, a, it was a spooky theme. There was dry, the, the smoke and everything dry going on. That. Yeah, dry. Yeah. So it was a... Uh, not only was it a great football game, but it was a great halftime show as well. So, But um, anyway, it, it could have went either way. It was difficult to see, you know, key players on the sidelines. Prelo was on crutches. I mean, it was uh, Running back for Radford. Him. Yeah, yep. very unusual to see him. And then uh, it does make a difference that Loader wasn't in there because right. he's, he's quite a player as he's well. He's a load. That he loader. Is. He's yep. a loader. I tell you one other thing, too. At the end of the game, um, you know, Glenver had a chance – on a touchdown pass um, to to win it, and Tyrell Dobson uh, broke the ball up. Uh, the pass was um, to uh, Street. That's right. And he he. It, it would have been interesting if they had instant replay. Yeah, to because see. he caught it twice, right? That's correct. So it 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 was interesting because it looked like he had possession of it. He made a run. He then lost the ball. He then recovered it. And you know, and looked, for a touchdown. Well, he didn't go in for a touchdown, but he would have been a first down. Okay. And but it but they called that it was an incomplete pass, and then and it Radford was a fourth took, down play. That's correct. Yeah. So um, it was interesting to see. You know, I don't know if Radford really thought they would be in the place that they're at right now in August with the loss of Prelo and with the loss of Justice Justice Marshall. I, I really think that Radford maybe would have chalked this season up to okay. You know, we've had some key injuries. Maybe we're not, you know, but they're, what, three good wins away from shutting this district out. Oh, yeah. 
Yep. So two, two wins, two actually. Wins. Two, wins. Oh, two, wins. Counting. two wins. Okay, yeah. so, you know, they're two wins away from winning this thing. Don't sleep on Floyd. Oh, no, no, but I'm just saying. Don't sleep on him. I've watched him a couple times. But I really time. think Coach Saunders would have sat there and said, you know, hey, we we may be behind the eight ball a little bit here. We can't, you know. He's done a great job. He's done a great job managing this year. His injuries, if managing that team. If he's not coach of the year in that district, something's wrong. Coach, I mean, <laughs> Coach just puts it out there. <laughs> well, with what he's done with his key losses. Like I said, this like you said, you know, don't sleep on Floyd. Granted, but he's put these kids in a great then position. I run for office, coach will be my manager. <laughs> All right, we'll do it. <laughs> and real quick on the game, yeah. we will uh, air that game on uh, the WWCW. That's our student playback game of the week, four thirty with uh, Dave Ross and Steve Myers on the call. So if you want to see that play, which I think they got a great angle and a great shot of it, nice. You can watch that game at uh, four thirty right after our Southern Conference game of the week, which is. Chattanooga at Wofford. Very nice. nice. Very nice. So, have you seen the play? Were you, you know, present? Uh, it was funny. To, so, so, what it happens is, you know, we do get the game back. We get a chance to check it out. And it it's a close play. I mean, again, if you have instant replay, but you'll get a chance to see it. It'll be interesting to see. I, I think it's a catch, but you never know. My running mate, when I run for office, will be Jermaine <laughs> Farrell because uh, the politician there put I that straddle nice the fence, right? Yeah, right on the fence. I give I you a politically it. correct answer. <laughs> All right, we're running out of time here, so we got to go to a break. When we come back, we'll do the Haley Toyota Legendary Coaches Player Set. Ready to eat? Easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century-old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish. Add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at custardstand.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities. It's 3 p.m. For 50 million kids across America, school's out. And for a third of these kids, they're out on their own. Out with nothing to do and nowhere to go. Gives a whole new meaning to the 3 o'clock bell, doesn't it? It's time to support the boys and girls clubs. Visit greatfutures.org. Looking to buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams. And regardless, if you're a Hokie, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind. Hey, Roanoke, it's Fall Savings and Trucktober here at Haley Toyota. That's right, October is Truck Month. We're calling it Trucktober. Now's the time to enjoy Fall Savings on the Toyota truck you've always wanted. Haley Toyota has a great selection of Tacomas, Tundras, and five different SUVs, including the hot-selling RAV4 and Classic 4Runner, all at Trucktober Savings. Plus, every pre-owned truck will be discounted, including their great selection of Toyota-certified used vehicles. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota during our Fall Savings event. And remember, Haley has trucks for less. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time. One of my favorite parts of the show, Haley Toyota Legendary Coaches and Players segment. This is our second portion of an interview with legendary player Robin Kidd, 
Retired executive from Kroger, lives here in Rona, grew up in Graham playing football, played for the G-Men from 61 to 64, graduated in 65. Uh, let's listen to Robin. So you were a quarterback, did, and everybody played both ways back oh, then. Oh, yeah, you had to play both ways. Did you play linebacker? Quarterback, defensive end. Defensive end. But as a freshman, you know, uh, I mainly sat on the bench. I don't think I, I got but one game all year long. And then as a sophomore the year we won the state championship, we lost two games on the field that year. We lost to Bluefield, West Virginia, 22-6, and they were the West Virginia state champion that year. Okay. And Merle Gaynor was at Bluefield nine years. He won the state championship four times. He was undefeated three other times, but he, too, did not have enough West Virginia State games to qualify for the playoffs in those days. They only took two schools. Later on, they changed it to four. Of course, today they've got a playoff system, the same as the state of Virginia has. Right. But uh, while Gaynor was there nine seasons, I think he won 87 games, lost six, and tied one. And I was dressed out for two of the six losses he had when I was a freshman. And then again, when, when I was a junior, I was a quarterback, and we beat him 14 to nothing. But um, he, he was an outstanding coach and, uh, again, an outstanding teacher. He was a history teacher. But he instilled discipline and confidence in his uh, kids. And as much as I admired and played for Coach Bradley and think he was a, a really great football coach, to me, Merle Gaynor was the best football coach I ever encountered in my time as an athlete and, and, and watching Virginia sports and West Virginia sports wow. over all those years, I'd have to give salute to him. And Merrill Gaynor eventually came and was the Patrick Henry well, he, coach. He left Bluefield because of health. You know, he, he was having some health issues. And he stayed out of coaching for, I want to say, three years. But then a, a man who was a big benefactor and supporter of the Roanoke City School System, a guy by the name of Sam McNeil, uh, Sam was chairman of the school board and actually ran for mayor of Roanoke uh, against Noel Taylor and lost. But uh, Sam was also a food broker and I later on got to know Sam and uh, Sam's business was taken over by his son-in-law, Glenn Combs, who was a star basketball player at Virginia Tech and, and played in the ABA professional basketball. But Sam had befriended Merle along the way and he's the one to convince Merle to come out of retirement and, and come to Roanoke to coach uh, Patrick Henry football and put them back on the map because they had been an expansion school, you know, with the closing of Jefferson High School, you know, Patrick Henry uh, came into the existence and, and became one of the two high schools in, in Roanoke along with William Fleming. Right. And they hadn't had any success at all until uh, Coach Gaynor came and, and, and he took them to state championship in 1973. And uh, he, he did the same thing, instilled the discipline and pride and everything in his players and all. And then after Merle retired, I, I got to know him real well through Sam McNeil and I was able to you know, uh, go out to a couple ball games with him. And I remember going to a couple basketball games and sitting and talking to him and all. And, he, he, he always amazed me, but he said that when he started into coaching that he really scouted other football players by going to watch them play basketball and watch them run track and field because he said he could tell more about an athlete out of uniform than he could in uniform. And, uh, yeah, interesting. But of all the things he was proud of, he was probably more proud of them being a great history teacher than, than anything else. And all. Yeah. And then Merle's health got declining again, and he moved up at I want to say to somewhere around Shepherd, 
West Virginia and all where his son was a professor at one of the small schools up there, college professor, yeah. and, and lived out his remaining days up there. Oh, that's interesting. He's just a true, true gentleman, and you know, he, he never was one that had to cuss or raise his voice or anything like that, but he was demanding. And yeah. Ex-military guys like Coach Brown, who was an ex-Marine, and when you played for him, buddy, you know, there was no such thing as getting a drink of water. You know, when we started out, he'd buy a 50-pound bag of ice every day, and you'd get a couple hands full of ice, you know, and then they would poke salt pills down you, thinking that was the right thing to do before, <laughs> you know, they took over and realized you need to hydrate athletes and that sort of thing. It's like you guys survived that. That's exactly right, you know, you go out for summer tour days and all like that and you know there was no water breaks and stuff you know you, you, you just toughed it out you know but you know it's interesting you guys back then probably when you played there was no weight program you guys it was just natural when you your strength was natural we we, we did not have a set of weights in high school and uh, i remember one time they bought some ankle weights that weighed like five pounds that you could put on your feet if you went to run and stuff like that and then the first time that we had a track meet and brought in several schools. Somebody from one of those schools stole them, so we didn't have those after that. But uh, there, there was no season-round workouts at all, you know, because you went from football to basketball, basketball to track and field, and, and we really didn't have a baseball team past the American Legion those days because the weather was so crappy up there. It was, you know, you try to play baseball and you couldn't get a, you couldn't get to games in with the weather cancellation, so we had no high school baseball. And baseball was really the sport. It was America's sport oh, well, back then. I mean. It was the, I, as a matter of fact, most of the fields that they played on back in the day were actually baseball yeah. fields converted to football fields. As a kid growing up, I went to a lot of games at Bowen Field, which was, was a baseball park, but it was actually located on the Virginia side. They didn't even see 10,000 people. And that, when, wow. When Graham and Bluefield played football, and I don't know what it is today because I haven't been back to but they would put 10,000 people in that stadium every year for that high school football game. And it has been uh, shown on TV as one of the high school major rivals in the country, and Max Preps, you know, uh, talks about it and that sort of thing. But uh, that, was, that was a big deal. Oh, thanks so much to Robin, um, kid. I tell you, he's uh, he's uh, so gracious to spend some time with me and loved hearing him talk about uh, Burhead Bradley, the old coach uh, down there at Graham that he played for, and then Merrill Gaynor. He's got a lot of great Merrill yeah. Gaynor stories. Uh, but thanks so much to Robin. We really appreciate that. All right, we're going to take a really quick break, and then we're going to come back for Jimmy things. Stay with us. Hey, Roanoke, it's fall savings and Trucktober here at Haley Toyota. That's right, October is Truck Month. We're calling it Trucktober. Now's the time to enjoy fall savings on the Toyota truck you've always wanted. Haley Toyota has a great selection of Tacomas, Tundras, and five different SUVs, including the hot-selling RAV4 and Classic 4Runner, all at Trucktober Savings. Plus, every pre-owned truck will be discounted, including their great selection of Toyota-certified used vehicles. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota during our fall savings event. And remember, Haley has trucks for less. Looking to buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams. And regardless, if you're a Hokie, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind. It's 3 p.m. For 50 million kids across America, school's out. 
And for a third of these kids, they're out on their own. Out with nothing to do and nowhere to go. Gives a whole new meaning to the three o'clock bell, doesn't it? It's time to support the Boys and Girls Clubs. Visit greatfutures.org. Ready to eat? Easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century-old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish. Add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at custardstand.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities. Go ahead, Jimmy. Okay, Carl. The Jimmy thing's about a brother, a sister, their love of football, and each other. So I had the pleasure last night to meet Debbie Burdett. Uh, She's the mother of Eric and Ashley Burdett. And her son, Eric, played football in 2017 for the Radford Bobcats. He was number 66. Uh, During uh, one of the early games, he took a hard hit. Uh, they thought he had cracked ribs, but x-rays revealed something different. So revealed Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, so it was a blessing, as his mother stated, that he took that hit and he was got the x-rays that soon. He missed his whole senior year because he had chemo treatments. Uh, his mother commented about how uh, pleased she was with the support, donations, and prayers she got from all around the surrounding high schools. And then enters her sister, or, or his sister, Ashley. Uh, she felt a real connection between football and her brother, Eric. And for those of you who don't know this, Ashley is number 31 for the Radford Bobcats. She's a senior. Uh, she plays long snapper and linebacker. And if I heard the rumor correct, a couple weeks ago, she got her first interception. So nice. uh, she was inspired by her brother to go against the odds, as she has done by being a female player in a full male-dominated sport. Uh, she has a confidence, a confident attitude and workout ethic, just like her brother Eric. And uh, I just thought that was an interesting thing and also a, a great thing to put in here that uh, I'm thankful to report that Eric is in remission. Nice. And it was just nice to have uh, a scenario where brothers, sisters, and football came together. And uh, that is my Jimmy thing. That's what high school football is all about. High school sports, really. Yeah. Coming and Carl, again. I want I want to say one other okay. thing real quickly. I want to give a shout out to Todd Peters. He's a Glenver uh, uh, fan that was there. And when I came up to their uh, their their food last night, I announced to him I wasn't coming there to eat. Asked him if they <laughs> knew about the crunch. He quickly said, "Yes, I'm familiar with the crunch." And then he said, "Are you on that radio show on Saturday mornings?" And I said, "Yes." And I, so I say that because it's good to know that people are really listening to the show. <laughs> and they, Thanks, and Jimmy. He really, and he really likes it. So oh, just fantastic. a shout out to Todd Peters. And did again, food, it, he did offer food, but I didn't eat. I did not. So, but uh, you get free food, you gotta take that's it. good, and, good and, to and know. This is, the, this is the number one rule in broadcasting. If you get free food, and it's coming from a good place, good. you got to take it. All right. So what do you say there? Nice job. Okay, five things you need to know about football, real <laughs> high school football this week. Last week's Crunch Players of the Week, Joshua Moore, 35 carries, 244 yards for William Byrd, and the game-winning TD and a 23-21 win over Fleming. 
Lynchburg, it was LCA quarterback Josh Nelson, 10 for 17, 124 yards, two TDs and a TD rushing and a 35-7 win over Russburg. And then in the NRV, it was Narrows running back Chad Blaker, 175 yards rushing, three TDs, a 53-yard TD catch and a 61-28 win over Eastmont. Love to call it those guys. Those were our players of the week last week for Crunch. Number four, ain't that a kick in the head? We talked a little bit about it before. Props to Radford kicker, Connor Litton, two field goals, 46 and 20 yards, and a 13-7 win, Radford win over Glenver. If you don't kick them, it's a tie game. They're still playing, guys. So, you know, it's uh, the, the kickers are big. And then Mikey Rago, I hope I'm saying that right, 32-yard game winner uh, for Botetot over Franklin County. Yeah. These kickers, I mean, especially when you get, you know, these later games, uh, tight games, these kickers are everything. So take care of your kickers out you there. You got it. All right, some players of the week, uh, possibilities across the state. In the 804, D'Angelo Gray at Thomas Dale, 18 carries, 101 yards, five receptions, 113 yards, two TDs, game-winning TD on the final play. I think he's going to win it this week over there in the 804. Um, just a few others. Uh, Curtis Allen with Prince George, 27 carries, 222 yards, and three TDs. Prince George just keeps popping up. They just keep popping up. Robert Robert Barlow with Dinwiddie, a normal day at the office for him, 10 carries, 105 yards, four TDs. So congratulations to those young men over in Central Virginia. Uh, number two, Thomas Dale beats Matoka on Celebration Call Hail Mary. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Matoka was leading uh, Thomas Dale on the last play, and they, they, they did this uh, play where they kept – Flipping the ball back. They kept lateraling the ball. Oh, okay. Well, Matoka thought the game was over, thought the guy was tackled, and they ran on the field. The ball was still live. They threw a flag. They finally got the guy, the Thomas Dale runner, down, but they threw a flag. They got one extra play. They threw a Hail Mary and beat him. Nice. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that's a killer. <laughs> but, you know, anything can happen in high school football. Yeah. And the number one, the chief win, I like this one. We love winning streaks and dynasties, but we also love it when a team gets the monkey off their back or the school's back. And Kempsville, the Kempsville Chiefs broke a 63-game losing streak with a 32-28 win over Bayside. So congratulations to first-year coach Daryl Cherry down there. So I take it as, uh, what's it, uh... A.C. Slater wasn't playing that game. I don't know about that, but all I know is that 63 lost monkey is off their back. You get the you get the reference, don't you? I don't. Say by the bell. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> you didn't get it. That wasn't on That's my TV lot. set. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, so all right, we're going to the great Crunch Grade A poll. Uh, I take complete responsibility. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of disagreement in the are studio you go with from, this. Are you going to go from 8 to 1 or 1 to 8? I'm going from 8 to 1 okay. for Jermaine. Thank you. Appreciate it. Sometimes he goes the other way and sometimes he goes the other way. We mix it up around All right. Uh, number 8, back in Blacksburg with a 29-23 win over Hidden Valley. They're number 8. Number 7, North Cross, 62 to nothing over Hargrave. Had good win last they night. They were 8. Now they're at 7. Pulaski County was idle. After that big win, they're staying right there. Number five, staying at number five, Radford. Big win over yeah. Glenver. They're hanging right in there. Number four, Salem's still there. 59-3 win over Cave. Number three, Heritage. Oh, okay. 28-20 win. 28-20 <laughs> winner over Jefferson Forest. So Heritage still only has that one loss against Vance. Come on, give it to number me. Number two. Give it to me. 
EC Glass. Oh, why can you do that? EC Glass, big 63-7 winner over Amherst. And I don't know how you take Botetide. After beating Franklin County on a field goal kick to win it, they're still undefeated, 22-21 over Franklin County. They're still my crunch, grade eight, number one. But I tell you, next week, All right. EC Glass plays Heritage. Yes. You know, EC Glass, if they handle Heritage... They're going to the number one spot. I really feel... has got a tough game with Northside. You got it. I really feel that Jefferson Forest showed how EC Glass can be... I mean, how Heritage can be exposed last night. And I, I think you're going to see some of that wishbone with uh, EC Glass next week. Mm. So, Coach is calling out some uh, wishbone here. No, I, I, I think right now, and I've always said it, EC Glass, men amongst boys, and EC Glass, they're rolling over these teams yep. they're playing against. Well, they, they're having a great season. It's, it's a lot of fun talking about this stuff. All right, so this week, great matchups. Heritage at East Glass we talked about. Northside at Botetot, that's a good one. Uh, Hidden Valley at Salem. Yeah. That could be interesting. Pulaski County at PH. I like that one a lot. Brookville at Jefferson Forest. Radford at Floyd County, that one means something. So our Haley Toyota legendary coach player, that's going to be a surprise. I'll bring that on you next week. All right. <laughs> uh, you'll, well, the grade eight will change next week, guaranteed. Okay, great show today. Thanks to all you fine listeners. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. Uh, check out Jermaine Event Farrell on WFXR, Fox TV, uh, Friday Night Blitz. Love that show. And Virginia Tech Today. Well, it's uh, Hokies All Access. Ho- well, Hokies All Access. Just- For Coach Randy, uh, Jermaine Farrell, he's Jimmy, <laughs> Crunch MVP, Dave Anderson behind me. I'm Carl York, and you've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's all for him. Savings and Trucktober here at Haley Toyota. That's right, October is Truck Month. We're calling it Trucktober. Now's the time to enjoy fall savings on the Toyota truck you've always wanted. Haley Toyota has a great selection of Tacomas, Tundras, and five different SUVs, including the hot selling RAV4 and Classic 4Runner, all at Trucktober Savings. Plus, every pre-owned truck will be discounted, including their great selection of Toyota certified used vehicles. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota during our fall savings event. And remember, Haley has trucks for less. Looking to buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams, and regardless if you're a Hokie, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind. It's 3 p.m. For 50 million kids across America, school's out. And for a third of these kids, they're out on their own. Out with nothing to do and nowhere to go. Gives a whole new meaning to the 3 o'clock bell, doesn't it? It's time to support the Boys and Girls Clubs. Visit greatfutures.org. 
Ready to eat? Easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century-old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish. Add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at custardstand.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities. 